Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast that determined to keep the spirit of Christmas alive 365 days a year and the spirit of Thanksgiving alive for at least this week. I'm Tom. I'm Julia. And I'm Anthony. I love how my early intro has been appropriated to everybody who is the last person to say their name. Might you say you're thankful for that? So you know what I'm thankful for? A few weeks ago, Joe Biden won the election. Oh, yeah. I'm thankful for that, too. If you just jinx this, I will come through that computer and stab you in the face. That does scare me a little bit, too. Not the face stabbing, the fact that you may have jinxed it. Well, I already said it in our Peanuts episode as well, so I'm doubling down on that thankfulness. We're going to look real stupid if it doesn't happen. Well, the penis one. A whole lot did. of people are going to look real stupid if that doesn't happen. <laughs> Hold the on. peanuts one, we did do two takes, one in which we're thankful that he won, and one oh, in which we're right. thankful we have each other to get through the next four years and the erosion of our democracy. Spoiler alert, since the Peanuts episode isn't dropping till next week, listeners, but there's a peek for you. Sneak peek. If he doesn't win, I am thankful I have passports so that we can leave whenever we're ready to assuming (laughs) countries will allow us to and that covid has gone enough in america stop being an international embarrassment that's a lot of assumptions and you know what they say about (laughs) assuming (laughs) you know what i'm thankful for since it's no secret that we're recording this early i'm thankful that ben affleck is returning as batman in the flash along with michael keaton okay so how's that gonna work What's your little super secret comic book knowledge of the DC universe and Batman that would allow multiple Batmans to be in the room at the same time? Because that sounds like something that would cause like a rip in the fabric of time and the world would end. Well, Well, that's essentially what Barry, Barry Allen, the flash does is he goes back in time to stop his mother from dying and ends up in this totally messed up world. And apparently that's going to be, the world in which he meets Keaton's Batman. He came from the one while Barry left the world with Affleck's Batman. So an alternate, not just an alternate timeline, an alternate reality. Essentially. Because in no way would Affleck and Keaton ever be the same person just at different points in the timeline. They just wouldn't. <laughs> well, there are, okay. there are in, the, in the Batman universe, in the DC universe, there are cases where Batman has died and other people pick up the Batman mantle. And I was going to ask that. Have there been more than one Batman? Yes. Has there been, have there been colors? Well, well, in Flashpoint, and they were originally going to do this in the movie, from what I heard, uh, until Michael Keaton agreed to come back, 
when Barry Allen messes up the timeline, he goes to a world where Bruce Wayne died in the alley and his father had become Batman, <gasps> a much more violent Batman. And his mother was so heartbroken, she became the Joker. What? That's cool. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan was supposed to play this Flashpoint Batman, as he's known, which would have been amazing. What does Flashpoint come from? Is that a comic book? That's the name of the uh, art, the art in which Barry Allen does all this. Okay. Got it. Interesting. Jeffrey Dean Morgan would play the awesome Violent Thomas Batman. Wayne Batman. Yep. Also, now that Affleck and Keaton are coming back, I'm hoping that at the very least, when Barry Allen is running through the Speed Force, we get glimpses of Kilmer and Bale and Clooney and West, because that would be really cool. Kilmer, mm-mm, not going to get it. Not unless they grab old movie footage. That's They'll just, have that's to do. Happen. Yeah, he's not. He's well, that, not well, well that's, what, that's what I mean. Like, okay. I wouldn't expect them all to be in the movie. I just imagine they have stock footage they could just throw in when Barry's running through time. Right. I just Who plays hope Barry that... in this flash? Is it Ezra? What's his face? Ezra Miller. Okay. And the director of It is doing the movie. So The first one. Well, both of them, but yes, the first one. Oh, he did the second one, too. You know what my hope is for this movie? What? I hope we have a little bit of share playing in the background. If I could turn back time. <laughs> if I could find I worked in a I worked in a restaurant and uh, for those of you who have never worked in the restaurant world, um, you may not know this, but there are a lot of restaurants where you will get way more share than you could possibly know existed and you will remember every word because they're ear Also true in Lowe's stores. They probably they use play the share in Lowe's? Oh, yeah. yeah, they do. Whatever radio station they pull, you know, whatever mix of music they pull for stores like that. Well, this gets it to you. So this will be old news as well by the time this episode drops. But I'm excited for I'm thankful for Saturday as well. When we get our first look at Matt Reeves's Batman film with Robert Pattinson. Wow. So soon. I'm not. The logo <laughs> looks awesome. The poster logo and the picture he released mm-hmm. today. I loved the, the cover photo that we saw in Slack today. Oh, Quarantine Batman? Yeah, Quarantine Batman standing in the kitchen looking for something to do. <laughs> I am also thankful that this year, as of the time we are recording on August 20th, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is a go in some form or fashion. They literally just announced it. Really? I didn't know that. Re- it's going to be a reimagined Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So I imagine, I imagine it will be some sort of thing with past parade footage and interspersed oh. like pre, pre-recorded clips or whatever. Yeah. Or VR. <laughs> a VR. Parade. I just need, I need a parade on in the background. Me that too. morning. It's, it's part of Thanksgiving. That's right. While I'm making my ham. I need it. I forgot, I, for, I forgot you did ham. That's so un-American, Julia. I like turkey. That is also an American. How dare you not eat our original, what should have been our national bird? It's too gamey. Could you imagine? It would have been much more fitting for our current state of the country if the turkey was our national bird right now and not the eagle. You know, a lot of the native folks of South America had a semi-worship of the turkey. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You can find it on a lot of like... uh, uh, Aztec ruins, you can find the image of a turkey. There are lots of turkeys around her. Live ones? Yeah. They freak me out a little bit. 
they I do. was because they're big old things and they're angry. Back when I was accidentally a vice president of a bank, Julia at uh, 81st in Yale. Yeah. There is a, um, a retirement community right nearby, and they were frequented, as were we, by a turkey who would come and walk through the drive through almost daily around the fall, Thanksgiving time. We had one in the neighborhood. He was super skinny, but we called him Tom. I mean, and that's what you have to call a turkey, right? Tom the turkey. Right. And we don't, we haven't seen him in a very long time. Tom the turkey became somebody's dinner. He was exactly. pretty small. Pretty <laughs> skinny. That's what she said. Not the first time Tom heard that. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow, we haven't even introduced our, our movie, and Anthony is jumping right to the genitalia. No, I, I, I do have to. Even after today, when I, I exercise <laughs> maximum restraint. That's right. I do have to thank you for doing that, Tom, because for def te defending me in the face of attacks. Because well, I, you not would making not the have, attacks worse. You would not have heard. You would not have heard the end of that one today, Anthony. Oh, there are just some people I can't give fodder to for you. I got your back, bro. So tonight, for all of y'all patrons out there, we are covering the year-old 2019 Freeform original holiday thanksgiving movie turkey drop can i just say i was beyond shocked that this movie was made in 2019 yeah this goes straight back to that that time we reviewed santa and pete where we were blown away that that could have been so recent this movie felt like it was early early like 2010 2011 to me yep I would agree with that. So for those of you who don't know, the term turkey drop was coined in 2004. And according to Urban Dictionary, so a turkey drop, according to Urban Dictionary, is what happens when a dating couple try the long distance relationship thing when they go off to university or college in September. Typically, when Thanksgiving rolls around and everyone goes home for the holiday, someone gets dumped, hence the turkey drop. I guess the idea you're so shocked you drop the turkey. Oh. Well, I just think it's like, I just think it's that you break up with somebody over Thanksgiving at the turkey time. Yes, but they took it literally in this movie. They took it literally, which they did was a little bit on the hooky side. They did. But I am proposing now on this, we call it the freshman one. 85 where you quickly lose you know if you're a girl you lose quickly lose 185 pounds when your boyfriend dumps you get it what? he's he's gone he's gone yeah <laughs> it was that was a, a bad attempt at humor anthony i will give you three dollars if you cut that out <laughs> three whole dollars three whole dollars i want you All to right. admit in our discord chat that i am the best i i've said this before and i'll say it again i don't lie dude <laughs> I'm, I'm honest to a fault well, then I guess the world is going to hear your awful 185 show. Do it. Is, that, is this what's going to, is this how 2021 is going to start? Okay. It's, it's still 2020. I have time for my 2021 New Year's resolution to be no more trolling time. Oh, please don't. Horrible do that. resolution. Don't Our do podcast that. would be terrible if we were. Nice it really would time. be. It'd be terrible. Julia. Okay. Would. <laughs> okay. So back to the, back to the turkey drop. Turkey Drop 2019. Okay, here's our synopsis. 
Lucy Jacobs is a small town girl who has started her freshman year at a big city university. When Lucy returns home for Thanksgiving break, she suspects she is about to get turkey dropped, dumped by her high school sweetheart. It's exactly what goes on to happen. Or is it Except the fact that she's not at a big city university. No, she's Arizona. not. She's in what, like Scottsdale, Arizona? Yes, that's what it looks like. She's at Arizona. Which looks surprisingly okay. tropical for Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, they have a lot of <laughs> stuff mean, to make it look tropical where you're there. And, and same thing for uh, Phoenix. They try, to make it, they try to make the heat look appealing. Hmm. It does not work. All right. No. Director of this movie... Oh, Lord, I'm going to butcher this name. Is Jerry it's an Italian name. So how do you say it, Anthony? <laughs> I don't know. I You're the Italian. Jerry Sicariti? Sicariti? Yeah, that's where I would go. But the guy's a Canad. He's not even Italian. Well, he's probably Italian, but he's from Canada. He has some stuff to his name. It looks like most notably is director of Schitt's Creek. Does Schitt's Creek only last a season? A year? Six, six seasons. No, it was six. Okay. So then it looks like he grabbed a year's worth of it because he's only credited for 2015 to 2016. So did some episodes. Also did some episodes for Boy Meets Girl. Ooh, I have to I have to call out. He did an episode of The Republic of Doyle, which is a private eye detective show set where Sarah lives in Newfoundland. It's a Canadian show. It's actually really good. Oh, nice. Um, way back in 87, he did Graveyard Shift, directed Graveyard Shift. Did an episode of Highlander, which I loved. That, that show time. was awesome. <laughs> so much nerd happening right now, Julia. I know, right? I mean, you had Queen doing the opening song, and then you had just all that awesomeness. Quite a bit of TV experience, and, and then this movie, which isn't surprising because this is a freeform movie, so it is a made-for-TV movie. Also. Can I just say, by the way, about that, before we get into even what we thought of the movie or quality of the movie or anything, I'm glad to see an original Thanksgiving movie because that is one holiday that kind of gets a short chef. It's just pre, that's because it's just pre-Christmas. Well, no, exactly. But on Thanksgiving Day itself, I would like like some folly type movie on the background after the parade. So I was glad Not to see that. Not I. Once Santa, once Santa floats by, Thanksgiving is basically done. <laughs> it's like we saw santa it is now christmas not 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 so for you all i mean that's what he represents kind of. at the end of the parade right that's the official start of the christmas season the coming of christmas yeah. sure yeah. i could see enjoying thanksgiving stuff just before thanksgiving like just before thanksgiving. yeah okay i will concede to that just before thanksgiving i would like maybe the week because that's when i watch the friends thanksgiving episode so it'd be nice to have a few thanksgiving movies in there too that's right. So the writer of our script is Tiffany Paulson. Um, not a lot there either, although she did write the screenplay for the Nancy Drew movie that had, um, isn't that Julia Roberts's, like, Emma news? Roberts? Emma Roberts, yes. yep. Should I post pictures of me hanging out with her or not? Or is that just getting into, like, more, oh, look who I know? You've already done that before in the very early days of this show. So it would be pretentious and pedantic for you to do it again. So you should do it. So it would be right um, up Tom's alley. She, <laughs> Pretty much. She also wrote the script for the TV movie TV movie version of Adventures in Babysitting, which do I didn't even not know existed. Get me started on that movie. Is it the, bad? Oh, wait, the movie? 
You don't like the, the original movie? The, no, the TV, the TV movie. Okay. The, origi- TV the movie? original movie is one of my favorite films. I love mm-hmm. that movie. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But the new one was spectacularly awful. Did y'all watch the Emma Roberts, Nancy Drew? I think I've seen clips of it. It is it's so good. good. Right? And I, I, I don't know if this will be true or not by the time it comes, but as of right now, Ellie really wants to be Nancy Drew because of that movie for Halloween. Oh, Aww. how sweet would that be? Right? I, pre- I prefer Emma Roberts in horror, like American Horror Story and Scream. And when she was a runner-up to play Harley Quinn before Margot Robbie took the part. I would have liked her more, I think, than Margot Robbie. I mean, she definitely has that crazy aspect about her, I feel. Sure. Yeah. I'm just not a Margot Robbie fan. Oh, I am. You would be. So the same writer has a movie coming out in 2020, though who knows if it'll actually be 2021 at this rate, right? It's called Holidate, and we've talked about it before, I assume because the director, but it's the one where two single people agree to be each other's plus ones for each holiday celebration over the course of a year, so it hits all the, all the holidays. She's so sweet, y'all. She seems sweet. She I'm really glad you is. can confirm that she is. She is about, like, way nicer than a lot of other celebrities. It's nice to hear Tom's nice stories about celebrities versus my horror stories about people like Leia, Michelle, and... Hated patentary. It is nice to have the the opposite yeah. experience. Yeah, that's right. Not gonna pursue that one, huh? All right. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So our main character in this movie is Olivia Holt. Is Lucy played by Olivia Holt? Lucy uh, Goosey. She's Lucy Goosey. She's our main female character. Um, you may notice her or recognize her from Cloak and Dagger, a Marvel movie. Um, as well TV as show. Runaways TV show, a Marvel TV show, as well as Runaways. We have enough nerds on this show where I didn't want to get written in saying eh, it's actually a TV show. So I wanted yeah, to see you the that. comments, Julia. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony, for having Julia back. <laughs> Anytime. <Appreciate> that. <laughs> um, she also, and I think she's familiar to me from her run on Kicking It, the Disney show Kicking It. Did you ever watch I don't that? Know what one, that means. Tom? Okay, neither did Anthony. It's just a, it was a Disney show set in a karate studio. And so she was in that one as well. My kids really liked that one. I thought it was funny. So that's Lucy Goosey. Our main male character is her brother's friend. Mean Dean. Dean in the movie. Mean Dean. Played by Ben Levin, who was not familiar to me. But it appears like he's been in some stuff, including As the World Turns, Ugly Betty. That's where I know him from. As the World Turns. I know him from Arrested Development. I do as well. Two episodes, yeah, of Arrested yep. Development. And it looks like he's on a TV series called Legacies, which I'm not <gasps> he familiar was, with. He was in Love too. Have you guys watched Love on Netflix? No. Oh, that show. Three seasons. So good. It's good. Mm-hmm. What's it about? Besides love. love. I knew it. I set myself up. About love. Walked right into it. <laughs> Playing our other male, I don't know, love triangle character is Lucy's boyfriend at the beginning of the movie, Jordan. His name's Tyler Perez. Not familiar. Looks like he's been in some 
a whole lot of TV, actually, including Code Black, which was a short-lived medical drama that had, what's her name really like, Marsha Gay Harden in it, and like super cutie, cute face Rob Lowe, like, yes, please, and thank you. Mama Thirsty. And our most recognizable face in this movie and part of a sub-storyline is Cheryl Hines. Say she's not just the most noticeable in this movie, but her face is, I mean, she's in just tons of different stuff, right? You probably know Cheryl Hines from... Curb Your Enthusiasm, Her. 10 Seasons, as Larry's wife slash ex-wife. Slash... She was in Curb Your Enthusiasm? Par- partner again. 10 years, well, 20 years it's been going on, but 10 seasons. She's in an episode of The Middle. I know we're all a fan of that one here on the podcast. She's been in an episode of Fresh Off the Boat. She's We've in the Bad covered Moms her. Christmas. Yeah, right? we've covered her before. Kristen Bell's mom. Yep. And she played Lady Bird Johnson in Drunk History. <laughs> Which, rest in peace, it was canceled today. <gasps> what? No. Yep. This most recent season was its last. How am I going to teach Ellie about history and alcohol together at once? That's so sad. She was also in Suburgatory. Did either of you guys watch that show? I did not. Uh-uh. She was also in the short-lived Son of Zorn TV show. Did either of you watch that? That seems like it would no. be up Jer- Jerry's alley. It sounds like a Jerry, <laughs> sounds like a Jerry show. That's a that's like a basically a He-Man character, like a literal cartoon living in a live-action world. He's married to Cheryl Hines, and like he has a sword, and oh he looks gosh. like He-Man, and yeah, oh, that's it's a, it was a weird it was a weird show. She's like in pre-production. <laughs> <laughs> She's in pre-production right now for a Bad Moms Moms movie. Did we not call that? Did we not call that? Was absolutely did. called it. Uh, that wasn't absolutely. us. That was straight up Anthony. Called it. Yep. Um, and she's our mom in the movie. And I don't know. Any other names worth covering here? Probably Leo. not. Who's Leo? Oh, the brother? Her brother. Has he been in some stuff? <laughs> He's like one of the main characters. Well, so well, but you sisters, could argue the dad also is, but they're not. They actually said dad. Leo's name a lot, like. They made, the only reason I remember it is because they made such a big deal about it when they were in the car, like when she was coming home. Your brother, Leo. Your brother, Leo. Yes, mother, I know. My brother is Leo. Brother Leo, who wanted to eat two chocolate puddings and a jar of pickles the night before Thanksgiving. He's a total Normal. stoner, right? Yeah, they were yeah absolutely. Stoners. Normally, the night oh. before Thanksgiving, I'm trying to fast. So I can <laughs> That's right. So you can create space, right? Yeah. You have a deficit so that you can fill it in the next day. Um, so Leo, the brother, since we must cover him, since he's a bright shining saying, star. He, he doesn't have anything to his name. He's played by Darren Eisner, and it looks like he was in Anne with an E and a bunch of other stuff I'm not familiar with. Tom, do you need to wax poetic about your favorite character in this movie? <laughs> you know, I, uh, I think that would be a, I think with this movie, that'd be a really tough, I feel, I feel like that'd be my Sophie's choice. <laughs> I don't think I was setting me up for success. Probably not. Okay. So histories with this movie. I'll go first. None. Didn't know it existed until Anthony <laughs> told us about it. Um yeah, so brand spanking new to me. What about you, Tom? Uh did not know this movie existed. Didn't know we were covering it until Anthony said that <laughs> sent it to me. I did not know we had decided on this one. Um I somebody has to keep it going, the show going. Uh, right. Dude, we would do just fine, I promise. <laughs> Bow out for a week and we'll show you that it can <sighs> be done. 
Bow wow, bro. If the show the show goes <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have any feelings about this movie. I'm a, I think ambivalence is the closest thing I could muster if I had to describe how I felt about it. So I remember Freeform was making a big deal about premiering this last year because normally they just do made-for-TV Christmas movies. And this mm-hmm. is their first foray into another holiday. And, you know, when I saw the previews for it, it just looked like a cheesy Hallmark-esque type stupid holiday movie. Mm-hmm. So I was... I wanted to watch it. So I get all the television channels, but they're through streaming, you know, through the streaming apps, not like the actual cable apps. So I remember specifically, I DVR'd this one. And for some reason, I would never go by 45 minutes. So I saw the first 45 minutes last year and then never got through. And I never finished it until today when I said we were going to cover it. And it's not because I didn't want to finish it. It's just because I just never got around to it. Were you, when you finally made it to the end, were you shocked and or amazed by how it wrapped up? Look, my feelings for this movie, just to give an overall thing, are best summed up by the first the featured user review on IMDb's main page. It's extremely predictable, but it was adequately entertaining. Like, it's nothing special. Like, just like the Hallmark movies, it gave me enough Thanksgiving atmosphere to enjoy it as a background movie if it was on around the season. You know, it's like you and I were talking about Anthony um, earlier. I just, I don't have a strong feeling either way around it. It's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I fall too. Um, I think I like Hallmark movies more than I liked this one because I have character issues with our main girl character. Yeah. But which is, I, which mean, I, no kn- I know what issues you probably have with her. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. say... I'm just going to say, are they not similar issues to your favorite Disney princess for what she did for a man? Gave up her whole life for a man. Oh, Little Mermaid. She gave up her whole life for legs, guy. Yeah, so she could dance. For a man. Just for Eric, but for legs. She was upset. I will argue she was obsessed with human world long before she met Eric. And if she, and if that movie was made today, at the end, she would literally go running back into the ocean. But... (laughs) I will say Julia, for that being Julia's favorite movie, she watched it with much different eyes. And there's a huge nostalgia factor when it comes to Disney in general. I'm aware. There are problems with all those nostalgic Disney movies. Beauty and the Beast is my favorite, and that's an extremely problematic movie, too. Yeah, it's all Stockholm Syndrome. It is. That's what Uh, I love so much about Family Guy, is their animated cartoon world where they where they cross over and go into the Disney world is just epic. <laughs> oh, I remember that one. That one was epic. Where they just where they just start pointing out how absolutely racist everything is. <laughs> so I'm going to just dispute that real quick because you use the words Stockholm syndrome. And okay. I'm going to I'm just gonna read this from Wikipedia right now. This was regarding the live action one. Disney has sought to portray Belle as an empowered young woman, but a debate questioning whether it is possible for a captor to fall in love with their prisoner and whether this is a problematic theme has resulted. As was the case with the original animation film, one argument is that Belle suffers from Stockholm Syndrome. 
Emma Watson studied whether Belle is trapped in an abusive relationship with the Beast before signing on, and concluded that she does not think the criticism fits this version of the folktale. Watson described Stockholm Syndrome as where a prisoner will take on the characteristics of and fall in love with the captor. Bell actively argues and disagrees with him constantly and takes on none of his characteristics. She keeps her independence and she keeps that freedom of thought, adding, Bell gives as good as she gets before forming a friendship and then a romance with the beast. Psychiatrist oh, Frank Ockberg, who was responsible for defining that term, said he doesn't think Bell exhibits the trauma symptoms of prisoners suffering from Stockholm Syndrome because she doesn't go through a period of feeling that she is going to die. We don't know that. That's a huge assumption to make. I don't know how she would not feel that. That's this is ridiculous. I needed to defend. No, there's no defense. Disney movie. It's just ridiculous. They are not. They of course are not delving into the deep psychological aspects of any of their shows. I mean, none of these people who have been like, look at Cinderella. She has been marginalized and abused for years, and she's still a confident, self-assertive person. That doesn't usually happen. Somebody in her situation would be timid, meek, shy, uh, try to stay, you know, I, I, n- no, no, no. Not to mention um, the fact woodland creatures obey her every whim and can well, sew. Well, that's fine. I'm perfectly Are you guys that. fans of Enchanted? I love Enchanted. Yes, I do too. I love the happy working song where she's dancing around her apartment, getting the creatures to do <laughs> everything. The roaches and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the roaches and the fuzzies, the roaches, oh gosh, the penguins, and the, the rats. rats. <laughs> oh, so fun. pigeons, not penguins. That would have been entirely different. So, movie. fun fact: the director who has signed on to direct Enchanted Two is also <gasps> the same director who has signed on to direct Hocus Pocus Two. So, okay. big movies on this guy's shoulders. Enchanted Two. It's called Disenchanted, but yes, it's coming out. Oh. oh, I'm excited about that. I am too. Yeah. Yep. I hope they bring back James Marsden because he was fantastic. Oh, he was. So was uh, Amy Adams. Amy, Amy Adams. All. They were all. all the cast Amy. was well, the cast oh, was perfect. And Just, I don't say that about a lot of movies. That mm-hmm. and that's similar to Hocus Pocus too, which he's also directing. They better bring them back. Well, they better. You don't have I, Bette Midler and then lose Bette Midler and try and redo Bette Midler. Uh, spe- especially when they all three of them keep saying they want to come back. So. Right. That says something about Hocus Pocus too. How many, how many actors and actresses are terribly excited to reprieve roles that old? Right. And Midler still says to this day it's her the most fun she's had making a movie in her career. Well, I I bet. I mean, look with the, with that script and that cast, how could it not be right? I agree. Sarah okay. Jessica Parker was unbelievable in it. I bet 30 oh, years. Mama, Mama, Mama. <laughs> Julia? Yes. Julia, talk about Mama Thirsty. Uh, talk about Anthony Thirsty. Gross. Gross, Anthony? No, I'm sorry. I, I, I told you, like, that movie, Sarah Jessica Parker, is the only movie I've... Anyway. She looks dead. I thought she was so beautiful in that movie. Oh she God. was. I thought Especially she when so she dead. sings when she and sings the song to the kids and oh man, I wanted to be her so bad. And Nothing. let's be real, the shtick was she was a sexy sister. That's right. why they gave her the lowest cut IQ. outfit. And the lowest IQ. But you know what, Tom? To your point, it says something about a movie, and I think thirty years from now Olivia Holt will be talking fondly about Turkey Charm. 
Will she? <laughs> Said nobody. <laughs> so no, I mean, it's it's like I said, it's not terrible. I mean, it's not a bad movie. No, but it's not. To your point, Anthony, that is my problem with her. Is I don't like desperate female characters when it comes to a man. Disney aside, mermaids aside. So let's get into the plot and talk about that. So she, the movie opens up, she's in Arizona. Uh, her roommate's pressuring her to let loose more, mm-hmm. party more. And she's saying she can. She keeps texting her boyfriend. She's in a long distance relationship with her boyfriend back home. It's like a week before Thanksgiving. She's getting ready to fly back and her boyfriend's been acting distant. And her friend puts in her mind that she's going to experience the turkey drop. Which, as we discussed earlier, is when you go off to college in a long-distance relationship and you come home and that relationship ends. So this completely freaks her out. And she becomes desperate to stop having a turkey dropped. To keep him. Because they've been together... Like her entire since adult right adult before, life isn't the right word, but since the whole all the way through high school, right before high school started, the summer before yeah. high school started, they hooked up, and they built so their like entire relationship known. on a lie. That's right, the strawberries. That's some so, love right there because I don't think I'm giving up strawberries for anybody, y'all. Oh heck I, no! I wouldn't either. I love strawberries. I do too. I do too, and you know. Sorry, Chrissy, I love you, but if you're allergic to strawberries, we got to figure out another solution here. You could just brush your teeth and wash your face before kissing her. Also, yeah, why? She, she made the comment that she hadn't eaten strawberries in like five years. It's like, I guess, yeah. are they always I, together? No, you're in a completely different state for college. You should be eating all the you strawberries, eat strawberries you want and, to. Yeah. Although, granted, I, don't, I doubt Arizona has very good fresh strawberries, but I could be wrong. So this this paranoia is fueled when she goes home by all of the changes that have occurred back home in her absence, right? And I yeah. felt like, in a way, this was relatable. I mean, every kid who goes away for college kind of feels some kind of disconnect, bit of disconnect when they go back home. With, right. like, in terms of, you know, what's been going on in their absence. This movie took it to an extreme. Like, I don't know any parent who first semester, first year of college, gets her to the bedroom, the kid's bedroom. That was stupid. Let me tell you a story. Oh, Tom, really? It's worse than you think, Julia. Oh, no. My mom and grandma came with me. They drove me up to college. We're in the car. We make it barely to Dallas and find out my sister had gutted my room and started painting the walls. Oh, my God. (laughs) She took my room no sooner had like I, I she must have started by the time the door closed because my dad calls my mom and he's like uh, did you know cassie's taking tom's room and my mom's like wait what yeah apparently and tells her all the stuff he done she had already done oh my gosh so i come home I, you must which, have had like prime real estate do you have the biggest room no when we picked when we moved into the house she picked her room first i think it was i think it was trying to make me feel like i didn't have a home anymore oh, and no, it worked she was- she was marking her territory. It worked. It worked. I felt very, uh, I felt abandoned there. I still have, I think, some psychological trauma from it. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's kind of hard when you come home and, like, you know. Yeah, when no, you're, I'm not. Yeah, that's... When you're in college, you're trying to, you know, figure out who you are. You need a little bit of space to breathe. But you still want that safety net of coming home. And then you come home. I feel like if for any reason anymore. I had to leave the show 
Tom wouldn't let my seat get cold before Jerry or Todd or April had taken over the third elf spot. Oh, please. Um, Anthony, I feel that way as well. I feel like you're trying to move one of them in already <laughs> by having these secret, these, these secret uh, recordings with people who aren't us. Um, the point of the secret recordings is they don't know it, but they're job interviews. I'm lining them up. That, that's exactly what I'm doing with them. They don't know it, but one of them is being trained to step in. The like games up in here. That's when, how what, you, need to, that's how you whichever, need to do it, Anthony. Whichever, I have no doubt if those were the three candidates, April would win. April would come out on top, hands down. Because <laughs> Jerry and, Jerry and, and uh, Todd would just try to nicely help in some in some way and, <laughs> and she really massacred that's right. that's a new jersey girl in her but anyway tom yeah whichever of the three hells gets tired of the show first in like 10 years the replacement will have had 10 years of patreon practice to <laughs> just jump right in it's the bus of it's the bus it's the 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 bus effect right you want to make sure if one of us gets hit by a bus tomorrow there's a contingency plan Exactly. Prefer the lottery although, analogy to the best analogy. Although karma sucks, so because I'm doing this, that makes it more likely I'll be the one hit by the bus. And wait, wait, Julia, replacing me. I don't think winning the lottery would necessitate any of us leaving. I think it would give whoever won the lottery a lot more time to have fun with the podcast, right? That's true. So, so Lucy returns home, and her mother has gutted her room and turned it into what's that type of yoga called? Aerobatics. Yeah, yeah I can't remember what it's actually called. But yeah. The yoga with the scarves where you're hanging in the air and doing all sorts of contortionist things. Mm-hmm. Um, her sister, Amanda, is, was proposed to by her partner, Anna, but she's trying to figure out whether or not to accept. So currently she's wearing the ring around her neck. Which, okay, I got to say something. That's terrible. That's like, mm, I still want the ring, but I'm not quite ready to decide if I want to marry you or not. I feel yeah. like if you, don't, if you don't say yes, you shouldn't get the ring in any form. Right. Correct. She should, uh, right. um, Anna should have held on to the ring until she was, Amanda was ready to say yes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, she senses marriage problems between her parents, Nancy and Ron. Well, because her dad spends half the movie crying because the mom <laughs> has gotten like, blonde hair and she's all fit and trim now and she like eats all this healthy food and so he thinks she's doing it to impress another guy right like that midlife crisis um she's you know so why at no point does he feel like if that's the case maybe he should better himself as well instead of wallowing in self-pity and depression I thought we'd feel a little more sympathy for the father, but okay. I don't, because the mom did nothing wrong. It was all a matter of perception. I mean, the mother gets day drunk a lot in this film. She gets day Uh, drunk once. I felt she was drunk the whole film, but maybe that's just Cheryl Hines in general. That's just Cheryl Hines. No, she was only day drunk once, and it was when they were shopping for the Thanksgiving (laughs) stuff. It was awesome. Uh, I want to go Thanksgiving shopping with that that crew. (laughs) I really, really do. And Thanksgiving Day, she was drunk, too. Because her son, that's why her that's son had expected. to drive her. To, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. That's family time, dude. You're gonna, so, it's going to happen. Well, yeah, you're making the meal as well. You're pouring yourself She wasn't, though. You're doing we'll no, get to Thanksgiving Day. So, <laughs> other, other change, the two most upsetting changes to Lucy. Well, 
the parents one is upsetting too. But the other two upsetting changes to Lucy is her brother Leo's best friend Dean has moved into the house and is staying with them. Yes. And her and Dean have never liked each other. He's always well, called her Lucy Goosey. And Lucy's always called him Mean Dean. And at the same time, her boyfriend, Jordan, has been hanging out with this girl, Darcy, a lot. His ex-girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend? That Lucy stole him from. Lucy. Who still holds a grudge, even though this was, what, at least five years earlier? Exactly. Like, get over it, girl. Check yourself. That's right. I mean, like, another desperate woman. No, thank you. If you haven't moved on in five years, I really pity you. Yeah. So, so she's overwhelmed by all of this going on. And she says repeatedly through the movie from the moment she gets home to later on, why can't, why does everything need to change? Right. She cannot deal with change. No. She's not which dealing is, with it. Which I assume is relatable for a lot of people because a lot of people have problems with change. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that resonates. That, that didn't seem unrealistic. I totally get it. Especially when you've been in a relationship that long, right? You get comfortable. You get used to the same thing. Wait, wait, wait. That, 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 that long? Hasn't it only been like not even a year? Well, who are you talking about? Who are you, she's talking about Lucy and her boyfriend. Talking about Lucy and Five George. years. Oh, five years. I thought it was only the Christmas before. Oh, no. To, no, no they was, had spent their entire high school career together. She they said, somebody said. high school. Somebody said that she had been, like, he had been her boyfriend since freshman year of high school. And she said, well, technically, summer before freshman year at such and such's birthday party. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And, like, that time of your life, especially as a girl, to be with the same person, like, change really would have rocked her boat. Right? Don't rock the boat, baby. So because her friend back at college has instilled in her that Jordan is going to break up with her and turkey drop her, she takes a weird... (laughs) path where instead of trying to reaffirm with him how strong their relationship is she does everything she can to ignore his calls to text and avoid seeing him which is a so he can't drop the turkey. so he so he can't drop her but it's a weird i mean it's yeah, a it's weird, weird plan of attack because if i was jordan and i had no intention of breaking up with her and then she's home for a week or whatever and she doesn't want to see me or talk to me in that week i'd be like okay bye that's when I would break up with her. <laughs> well, the other thing that's that's weird is all the stuff she's doing with, like, her sister's fiancé and Dean and Leo and nowhere to be seen. It's her boyfriend. That's weird, right? Well, they keep telling her that's weird, too. Oh, her right, sister right. in particular. Her sister's the only one who really seems to see an issue with it. Everybody else is kind of okay with it. Um, by the way, I like the representation in this film that her sister is a lesbian. Yeah. And I like that Dean is not white. Yeah, I do too. I'm glad when we get representation, that is important in films Mm -hmm. and pop culture in general. Mm -hmm. So this avoiding her boyfriend sets off a series of, you know, comedic misunderstandings. Like when he comes over with her favorite shake, she runs to the shower pretending she's gross and sweaty from the plane. And of course... Doors unlocked, Dean's in there showering. And because her boyfriend's coming to the bathroom door, she quickly hops into the shower with this naked man. And of course, it's a comedic thing where she's trying to not look down at him and avoid her, divert her eyes, but clearly she's whatever. 
thirsty. Part of the predictable. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it with that word. <laughs> <laughs> Correct me, Tom. Am I wrong? I I don't know what her actual motives were. I can only imply based on what I saw, which was a limited POV character story. Yeah, that was predictable, right? We've seen that before. We've seen that. That happens in how many movies all the time? And if it's not a shower, it's a the door is unlocked, so and so walks in on the other person naked. It happens in a ridiculous amount of romantic comedies yes i agree with the the with dean on this one and with uh what's her name like who goes into a bathroom in a house with other people without locking the door and then if there are a bunch of other people who doesn't check before they try opening right neither of them were right in this argument they were both they were both right and both wrong. wrong that's right once lucy successfully evades jordan at this moment she comes up with the plan. He'll have to stay with me if I start if changing I be- myself even more to become more like him, which is Julia's Julius. I hate if characters I- like this. I hate characters like this. I the whole argument, right, is that believable. Right. No, she yeah, it's not. And her she overreacts to everything and it was super annoying at the beginning. Her acting is not awesome. And I get what they're doing because at the end, what you expect to happen is exactly what happens. Dean has always loved her for exactly who she is. And so, like, you know, obviously it's the guy she should be with. But, like, it's an, I don't want to, I'm annoyed by characters like so, this. And it lasted forever. Yeah, so I hate characters like this too, 100%. But at the same time, I also feel to some people that's true for life too. Because how many times, especially at that younger age, you see people try to change all the time. And Perkins. (laughs) Remember on Parks and Rec, they go through all the phases and how much money she spent on things for the guys she was into? Yes. Yep, that's right. So she asks Dean to help her dance, learn to dance. That's one of the things on her list. She wants to prove she can cook, so she tells her parents she's going to cook Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, what else does she try to Which, do? She, if you don't oh, have cooking experience... That's not the one time you that. want to try. And yeah. also, right. how do you grow up in a restaurant family and have no experience in a kitchen to really know anything? Especially baked goods. I mean, come on. Coffee. <laughs> Coffee. I was... I mean, I. who else doesn't mind if their coffee is super-duper strong? I don't. I don't know. Um, I, I have don't a, understand I have a, that. I have a quad shot every day, so it's definitely not yeah. a problem for me. <laughs> Super strong um, coffee wouldn't make me gag like they did. I got the impression it was burnt. Oh. Because they kept talking about the it. temperature, and I assume oh, she, yeah, she, yeah, I'm assuming right. she burned the grounds, that's in which case funny. I get it. So the other thing she wants to learn how to do to keep her boyfriend is run. She doesn't run. So, and her boyfriend's very into fitness and runs with his ex-girlfriend all the time. So she wants to... She doesn't run. So her idea is to do the turkey trot Thanksgiving Day, which is 10K. That's how she's going to start. Uh, turkey trots. Do you guys have turkey trots Thanksgiving Day around y'all? Julia has a big one in Owasso on Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, we do. How long we is it? We have a big turkey trot. It's a 5K. It's not a 10K, I don't think. Yeah, ours is 5K too. We, have a, it's, we do it every Thanksgiving morning as well. Yeah. You do it? But even a 10K is only six yes, miles. Yes, I do it. She was acting like it was a half marathon. Yeah, she yeah. Was. I mean, that's what she was acting like, and that's and, not. And let's, and let's face it, too, right? At these turkey trots, you see people in a lot worse shape than her. 
who manage it. Like, this girl's not out yeah. of shape. She doesn't run, but there's no way she would be that, like... Turkey trots are just for fun, man. Exactly. Yeah. Half the people walk, walk the there. Who cares? I don't yeah, think exactly. I don't think anybody's doing it as for a timed PR for a turkey trot, right? No, you go usually for the people probably are. But. Usually it's people doing it with their families and you know, a lot of kids mm-hmm. do turkey trots. I know because I ran uh, at the Y we organized one. Um, mm-hmm. so there were a lot of kids involved in turkey trots. As Lucy's trying to change herself for her boyfriend while simultaneously avoiding her boyfriend her and dean grow closer right he mm-hmm. helps yeah her. they do i love the shot there's I some love chemistry the super- there i'm not gonna lie they had some there chemistry. is chemistry there was he had a very intense gaze whenever he stared at her which is why i changed the picture behind me because julie pointed yeah. it out <laughs> he, was, he was gazing at your head <laughs> he was he, he was he was into some anthony uh, I I will say I think he um, he's the the strongest character in this show. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked the sister. She was okay, yeah. but she didn't like. She wasn't that as memorable to me. No, that's yeah. fair. She was supporting. He was definitely although, the best main lead. Yes. Although her sister was really good at giving her advice and trying to steer her in a in a better direction than she was heading. One <laughs> of the parts I love is when Lucy. And Dean go shopping with Lucy's drunk mother. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for Thanksgiving <laughs> stuff. Okay, I'm gonna go on and you do a favorite quote right now. I love they're in this they're in this like it feels like a Whole Foods kind of restaurant, Whole Foods or Trader Joe's vibe. And uh, mm-hmm. they're 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 sampling wine for people's Thanksgiving dinners at uh, what'd she say, nine thirty in the morning? Nine thirty in the morning, yes. <laughs> And so mom is getting a little tipsy. She keeps trying all the different wines that they off, that they have to offer. And um, she gets criticized. She's like, mom, it's 930 in the morning. And mom just pulls out of nowhere. Well, they drink at 930 in the morning in France. And she's like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not true. <laughs> I thought that was a whole funny exchange. Oh, she was so- the funniest character in the whole thing the mom she sure. was yeah but i mean cheryl hines is i find her funny and everything it was yeah. they used cheryl hines character was just a, a comedy of errors throughout the entire thing yes because the side story with her is everybody thinks she's cheating on her husband with the cheese guy which gets announced loudly at homecoming in That's front right. of the entire town mom's leaving with That's the cheese right. man it comes out even in a more funny way at dinner later. While Cheese Man is tied up in an aerobatics or, depending on who you're talking to, either an aerobatic thing or a sex swing, depending on which one of the characters is talking. <laughs> right. We will definitely get to the weird kidnapping of that guy. In that part few... didn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah. <laughs> in, a few, in a few minutes. But the supermarket scene, she runs into her boyfriend for the first time since being home and he tries to get talk to her right there and you get the sense he wants to break up with her and that's confirmed later on he does keep trying to talk to her because he wants to break up with her so what does she do how does she get out of the talk here she ate a strawberry yeah but she doesn't intentionally try to kill him with no but no he kind of breaks it up because he sees what she's eating and he's like yeah she's eating a strawberry and he freaks out what are you doing and she yeah, she's like, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. And that's when she commits to do the turkey trot. And then when she kisses him bye, he goes into anaphylactic shock 
because he's allergic to strawberries. Because, and because his, new, his new girl's here. And because Nancy can't drive, because she's drunk, they right. all pile into the van, <laughs> and Dean is speeding with him in the back of the van. And his airway's closing up, he has hives. He's like, EpiPen, EpiPen. Very clearly saying EpiPen. No one can understand him except the drunk mother who's like, who won at charades the night before. And she's like, yes, I'm good at this. Which we laugh. <laughs> she said, I'm good at this game as, he's, as his throat is closing. Uh, she is just, again, she is just such a high point of this movie. Mm-hmm. And that van is a high point of this movie. Cutest Ellie loved ever. Ellie loved that Ellie I mean, the plaid seats and the so cute. Okay. Yeah, it was. So, so that uh, evening. The other problem I have with this movie, while we're talking the van and the, the restaurant and everything, this movie made me want pizza so freaking badly. Right? It looked yep. good. Usually in yeah, movies, it, it looks like movie pizza. This stuff looked good. Yeah. Stringy, <laughs> big slice pizza. Yeah. Oh, all the toppings. Yeah, mm. it looked really good. Now I'm hungry. Me too. So that evening during the homecoming game, Lucy and her boyfriend have to, as king and queen, have to bestow the crowns on, I guess, the new seniors in high school at the end of the game. Also and, a weird the tradition I've never heard of. Yeah. And multiple old sets of them, right? And like she's got her tiara that she's supposed to bring. I don't know. Just seemed weird, weird, weird. My mom still has her tiara. She was homecoming queen. Oh, but I mean that she was supposed to go where? Oh yeah, like she's supposed yeah, to go cool. back to homecoming and wear that wear the tiara. Not that she says she has it. Obviously, I think you'd keep it. I think I have my old. Uh, I think I have my old garter from homecomings past. Yeah. You know that's a tradition nobody else does, right? I know it's only Texas. Oh man, Texas is so good. Yeah, it is. Texas is awesome. I will concede Texas is awesome if they actually flip blue this November. Have we told you about mums and garters? No. In Texas. Oh man. It is a big homecoming and football are big darn tradition. Uh, and what you do if you're a guy, when you take a girl to homecoming, you have to get her a mom, which is like something. And the bigger the mom you get her, obviously the cooler she is. If you're dating a girl and you've been dating for a while, you're supposed to get this giant mom. Let me just look at. Let me just get a picture here. We'll share oh, this I'm on social media. On it. <laughs> but girls wear these moms around school and then to homecoming. Here's, well, here's we never a, wore ours to the dance. We just wore it to school that day and to the game. That's that's what I mean. The game, not the dance. Okay, gotcha. Thank you for the clarification. And the girls make the guy a garter, which is essentially the same thing that he wears on his arm, day and and uh, game. And people, if you don't have a mom that's crafty that can make it for you, those things are expensive. You're talking like well over back when we were in high school, ninety six to two thousand well over a hundred bucks a pop yeah man and you'd still spend 30 or 40 bucks just buying the supplies and and having your mom oh yeah it. and michael's and hobby lobby stores like around homecoming time were magical to me because i'd go with mom because she'd always make dennis's you know dates stuff because all we had to do is garter since i was a girl but she had to make quite a few mums in her four <laughs> years with a high school son Oh, man, I freaking loved it. All the ribbon and the letter stickers. And I used uh-huh. to help her, like, find all the right stickers for it. And the cowbells and the – so much fun. Got to make the noise. Got to yeah. make the noise when you're walking down the hall. Things have got or cowbell. The or ones cowbell. I didn't like – I couldn't ever get into the, the teddy bears, though. Like, I thought that was weird in the middle of the mum. 
So my mom, <laughs> it's funny you say that. She found a bear and she sewed a drum major outfit to put on the bear because when I was a senior, I was dating, I was long distance dating somebody from Arkansas. So she made the mom and the garter because, you know, people in Arkansas don't know what this is all about. He sewed a little <laughs> drum major outfit to put on the bear and it was awesome. Okay. Now that's cute. That's so, more than just don't typically bear. like the bears, but that one was cute. And it wasn't, it, it wasn't just a random teddy bear either. It was like a cute one you would buy for like a, a little sweet baby, like one of those high end kind of like teddy bears, the sweet little faces. Aww. So. Julia, we, we should find, we should find homecoming pictures with mums and garters to share. Yeah, we need to do that. That would be super. I will fun. ask my mom to find one for me this weekend. I guess we don't need it this I week. Just, but... I think I saw one. I mean, you don't need it till mid-November. So, but. I want to do Thanksgiving so bad, y'all. Me too. I don't want to rush it. I'm not ready yet. I just want, I, am. I don't want the day. I just want to start like the excitement and thrill and build up. You know what I or mean? No, like, I want it to be November. Yeah. Or Halloween. Or even I'm Halloween. It being Halloween. Yeah, no. See, I don't want to skip October. I don't even want to skip September. I need to like take my time this year because I feel like stuff is rushing already. You know, I think this is a good year to, to do that as well. To rush. No, 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 no. To like reprioritize, <laughs> to, time, to sure. slow down, to take time, to yeah, realign priorities and foci. To spend more time okay. with your scheduler who is going to get all these bonus episodes recorded. I mean, if we talk about bonus episodes when. one more time, I'm out. But that's okay. We have we, we have we have Stepan, as we established yes. earlier. That's what he, he's trying to run me off. I'm telling you, he is. Sounds like it. <laughs> So at this homecoming parade, once again, Jordan tries to break up with Lucy on the back of their float. Mm -hmm. Lucy sees her mother in the crowd sneak off with the cheese delivery guy. Yeah, the cheese guy. Who delivers to the restaurant they own, but who the two of them seem very chummy together. So she thinks her mother's having an affair. As Tom pointed out, she calls out in front of the whole school. She calls her siblings. Mom's having an affair with the cheese guy. I thought she said mom's sleeping with the cheese guy. Whatever she said. She said I don't have the exact quote. No, no. She said he's doing. She's doing, doing the cheese it. guy. I remember she being she really said bad. tax is wrong or something like that to try and I, fix it at the end. That's right. And mom at the end, when this all comes out, mom is very cavalier about it. I mean, she's just no worries. You know, eh, these things happen. Oh, come on. I am not. Yeah. So I kind of have a feeling if you accused your spouse and threatened divorce at Thanksgiving because you were convinced they were having an affair when they weren't, the reaction would maybe not be so kind. Oh, it's yeah. a comedy of errors. There, There is no pleasing you sometimes, Tommy. There's something's too real and you say, I don't want realism in my movies. It's too dark. I want I want the joy. Or something is easy and lighthearted and you say, it's not very real. Don't like I don't like infidelity as a focal point, whether it's real or perceived. Which is fair, just not, but just infidelity, infidelity is a part of life, sadly, for a lot of people. Luckily, none of the three of us. So they leave homecoming to go tell their mom. Mm. And this is where we get more of that awesome van. Because essentially, they get high in the van and they get pizza. And that's when a cop knocks on the window for loitering. They They're do get high in the van? I assume that's what they were doing, right? Oh, oh I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get that. I didn't. Yeah, I 100% did, and that's why I thought they were so sketchy when the cop knocked on the window and they were, he wasn't going away. They did get in trouble for loitering. They were parked in front of a dumpster, which apparently is illegal. So when the cop knocks on the window, they lose track of their mom. They go home, and Lucy is depressed. 
She goes down to the kitchen for a midnight snack. And yeah, she does. Dean is in there. They yes. make out, y'all. Lucy and Dean have an intimate moment. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. It's a sweet it, moment. It is. It is. They, they share were, the headphones. to a band sharing a headphone, Jim and Pam style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it just sort of happened organically. There wasn't an aggressor in this. It was just right. uh, they both leaned in and they kissed. And it so, seemed like they both liked it. I mean, it's been so long for the three of us because we've all been married so long. But there was something special about that moment where you make eye contact and you know it's going to happen. And it's like that eternity before you actually like kiss. Like oh, that yeah. first kiss moment. Like I thought they played that very well. They did. They did play it very well. It was cute. So Lucy flips out. Mm-hmm. Lucy flips out because, you know, I have a boyfriend who doesn't even want to be with me. And so the next morning, they... Well, their up. moment is they can't discuss oh, what just Leo, happened. Leo comes in and they can't, mm-hmm. they can't talk about what happened. So there's just this, this question that's left hanging in the air. Like, and they can't talk about what happened because Leo has told Dean in the past, if you touch my sister, I'll kill you. That's right. Which, looking at them, I mean, I don't Leo think Dean has, no chance. I don't think Dean has a lot to worry about here. <laughs> so the next morning is Thanksgiving. Well, before we get to morning, Dean tries to sneak into her bedroom to talk to her that night. Not her she, bedroom. She doesn't have a bedroom anymore. <laughs> she tries. She has <laughs> a living room. To the couch. Dean sneaks into the living room in the dark in the middle of the night to talk to her, and she feigns sleep because she's so confused about what just happened. She's mm-hmm. crying at this point. She's mm-hmm. got tears coming down, and you you really sympathize for her because this is a tough place to be. Mm-hmm. And this is probably the while all this is going on is the most convincing acting I see from her in the film. Yes, yes. she's the, tolerable at this point. The only time I really sympathize with her as a character is right now. Right. Yeah. This this struggle she's having is totally appropriate and fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, you like I said, you feel bad for her. She's she's trying really hard to figure out her emotions and, and balance this. And it is, you know, going away to college and coming home the first time is really difficult. It's really mm-hmm. difficult, really weird. It's disorienting. It's very yeah. disorienting because you've now been away for six months. Well, not six months at this point, what, three and a half, four months. You've been away mm-hmm. on your own, doing things your way, living your life. You come home and there's like this weird power struggle. I don't know if y'all had it. My mom did not try to assert much authority when I was growing up. But when mm-hmm. I came home from college for some reason, she tried to set a lot of rules. I like I didn't have a curfew growing up because I would just be home when I was supposed to, you know? Um, yeah. It's it's a whole, my mother, my parents have the whole, our, you're still in our house with our rules type thing. Yeah, it was very, so you're trying to balance this new relationship with your parents where you're asserting yourself as an adult and they're still trying to hold on to the vestige of your youth that they can. And you're trying to see if these relationships you built with your friends in high school are still strong because you've just spent three months establishing new friendships right so thanksgiving morning she has clearly been up all night thinking because she is wired on coffee yes and it's kind of that overtired type wired where you're just like you get that spurt of energy mm-hmm. and she's that's been just cooking. a tuesday for most of us <laughs> yeah that's true she's been cooking since 5 a.m and it all not looks well. Very, it all looks very nice, but when her family starts drifting in to try the stuff, the muffins are undercooked. I like this her sister's description. Mmm. I always like my muffins tasting sour and undercooked in the middle, you know. Usually muffins are so dry. <laughs> yeah. Sour. 
What's she doing wrong there? I don't know because the one of the hardest things to do is get muffins with that nice, beautiful golden crisp on the top. Right. Like if you're getting that, how's it right in the middle? The flavor, the flavor is not going to be the problem. But she supposedly said, you know, they said that uh, it won't work with frozen blueberries, but I think it's fine. It does oh, well, work with frozen, frozen blueberries, BTW, because I always use frozen blueberries because they don't bleed as much. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, rookie. Look. Baker on this show. Let me tell you, I was giving me Ajna that the turkey was not in that oven yet. That goes in. <laughs> like, put the turkey in the oven. I, I don't know oven. what time the family started drifting in, but I think we've talked on the show before. Thanksgiving dinner is usually early afternoon, and that was a huge turkey, and that thing was not in the oven yet. It was giving me stress levels. So theirs I, was not early afternoon. Theirs was evening for sure. Okay. Well, they just abandoned the still. house with all the cooking and everything to do to go run a turkey trot. Who does right. that? And it took Lots her of people do it. They don't leave their whole family. Like, I don't think the entire family always goes. You know, somebody has to stay and watch the food, right? Right? Am I wrong? Dad, dad, dad did because he didn't want to go to the turkey trot because he was crying because his wife was going and Cheese Man was going right. to be there and he didn't want to spend time with him. That's right. Oh, this guy. No Cheese Man. Pathetic. So the, the kids should have been really upset with the dad for being such a, a wuss and not, you know, saying, hey, don't sleep with so, Cheese Man. So while the turkey trot made me laugh, this has got to be one of the most ridiculous scenes in the movie. Oh, gosh. The getting the water, the water, 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 the bathrooms. I just. And then they make it seem like this girl is. She's a pretty in shape girl. You can tell that by looking at her. And she's like crawling over the finish line. She's the last yeah. one. And the last one, they're all and, sitting around waiting for her. And this, like, changes her boyfriend's whole perspective. He's like, I was going to break up with you until the last few days, and you've shown how awesome you've changed for the better. And Nothing like you used to be. And that's a good a thing. bag And he, she pukes. Yeah. It's that comedic, I'm puking in response to something said scene, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sure. And then she's like, I have to confess something to you first, though. I kissed somebody. And he's ecstatic. He's like, oh, good, now we're even, because I kissed somebody, too. And, and she's not as ecstatic about that, by the way. No, but he's still coming to Thanksgiving dinner with his mom. Yeah. His mom, who I love, is just drinking during all the drama at the dinner. Also, is like comes, a- who's also drinking during the drama. So, okay, so then we get take this really weird left turn where they go home. So dad has left to pick up grandma. Dean takes mom to the restaurant because the alarm went off. So the kids are home alone. Who shows up? A cheese guy. Mm-hmm. And Lucy and her sister and her sister's partner are so confused. Like, who invited you? And it turns out Stoner Boy <laughs> had a great <laughs> idea. Stoner Boy Leo has invited him and began <laughs> take him on this really awkward tour throughout the house (laughs) telling him the story behind each family picture and then he locks him in the mother's exercise room tying Mm -hmm. him up with all of these yoga scarves and forces him to watch family videos (laughs) so he knows what he's wrecking and instead of his two sisters and his soon-to-be sister-in-law stopping him clearly all physically fit girls who could probably overpower him, they just let him do this despite saying, we're going to get in trouble. We're going to have charges pressed against us. Oh my gosh. Doorbell rings. They gag him and lock him in the room. 
to go downstairs and find two cops who just got off duty and they were invited to Thanksgiving dinner because of course they were. The same cop who they had the interaction with at homecoming. Yes. Also, when was homecoming for you? It was usually October. It's October. Yeah. Yeah, that's like right. Like, this, this seemed late. This does seem late. You're well yeah. into the football season by Thanksgiving. Right. I, mean, I, I think... In playoff season, but... I think you're playoff. Yeah, you're ready for the playoffs. That's pretty... But I guess if you've got a good team, that's a pretty bold move, right? Yeah. Guess. Some... Saving it for playoff season, absolutely. That's bold. So soon after the cops arrive, gra- uh, Grandma comes in with Dad, and she is a very abrasive, miserable old Yeah, she is. Whew. <laughs> I'd have left her at the nursing home, y'all. <laughs> and ma- mom comes home with Dean and Jordan and his mother come in. And they all sit down for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> and Lucy goes to get the turkey. And this is where I guess Jordan's being romantic, although it comes across as completely insane. He yeah. stands up to make a, an announcement that he has filed papers to transfer to Arizona to be near Lucy. And this is when Which, we get the physical have, turkey drop. When would we have done this? Literally the day before he was talking about breaking her up with her. He would have filed the papers between the trot and dinner, and yet he's announcing this before he's even sure he's going to be accepted. Very premature. Yeah. And his mom is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Who's paying for that? Lucy comes in with the turkey at this moment and drops it because she's, she's so shocked. Oh, another yeah. guest at this dinner, by the way is leo who everyone thought was his imaginary girlfriend but really like an older woman with a little kid married (laughs) married yes married older woman he's like you're married a little bit which is funny given their 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 yeah uh, their predicament with with the mom yeah so it's at this moment lots of things start coming out it's your typical (laughs) holiday family dinner scene that you see in a lot of movies and tv shows where everyone's drama starts pouring out Cheese Man comes downstairs, says he wants to press charges against the kid for tying him up, which is when the father stands up and makes an absurd statement saying he wants to press charges against Cheese Man for having an affair with his wife. Mom is like, Cheese Man's like, what? Yeah. Mom is like, what? What? (laughs) Dean basically professes that he's into Lucy, essentially. Mm -hmm. Right in front of her boyfriend's mom. Pretty bold. Again, and boy, boyfriend boy. is like, this is the guy you kissed. And Leo's like, I don't know who's butt to kick first. And we're like, oh, stoner. <laughs> go, yeah. go eat another brownie. You're not hurting anybody <laughs> today, bro. And this whole time, the one cop and boyfriend's mother are drinking. They're just like, watching the drama as they're eating and drinking, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Because you always get that at a family dinner where there's drama. You always get the one person who's sitting there enjoying it, right? I mean, how else do you how else do you respond? That's me too. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. One thing, one complaint I have is about the scene is Lucy, like the rest of the movie, is such a passive observer. Even though she's our heroine, she doesn't have any real bearing on this scene. Right. Well, like the stuff with his mom is one is with her mom is one thing, but like this stuff between Dean and Jordan is all revolving around her, and she's like you said, she's a passive observer. Even though these people are basically fighting over who she should be dating. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which, again, it's like you're letting these, these men make your decisions for you or something. I don't know. Right. Well, Lucy essentially breaks it off with her boyfriend, right? Saying that, mm-hmm. you know, she was not who she was. Right. You Which know, she wasn't being her authentic self. Everybody's trying to tell her the whole movie. 
Dean's whole whole response here, where he's like, you know, I've liked you for who you are for a long time. Like that was sweet. That was sweet. He's giving her the validation she's not giving herself. Yep. So what else comes out this dinner? Mom has been so secretive the whole movie because without telling her husband, she's going to sell their business. To oh my gosh. Him. Yeah, which, which he should have been more upset about, by the way. Yeah, he should have. But her excuse is, I want to travel. I want to I want to have more time with you. I want to have more sex so I can still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cute joke from one of the kids about how they lost their appetite now. Yeah. Um, there is a cute moment at dinner. You find out. It's, very, it's subtle for this movie. Sister has put the ring on her finger. She's basically accepted the proposal of her girlfriend and i thought that was sweet that was so what grosses me out is they're still going to eat this turkey which has been sitting on the floor for 10 minutes at this point but they can't because virtual girlfriend's kid has stuck his foot in it and it's got stuck so they go to the pizzeria all of them and it was actually it was a cute scene looked pretty fun actually it looked pretty fun um they're at the pizzeria drinking wine the pizza looked Mm -hmm. amazing yeah and lucy and dean end up kissing and you get the they're gonna start a relationship together yep then we jump forward a few months she's back in arizona in the big city in the big city she's enjoying life more she's being herself putting herself out there more well that's what they want you to believe where they only demonstrate this by her putting on a bikini and going to lie by the pool yes that's Um, the only change that's the only change dean calls her yeah and I like this because you're getting a Christmas carol. You see them decorating for Christmas. So it ends on a Christmassy note, as every Thanksgiving movie should. So I appreciated yes. this. And, you know, they're in the pizzeria. Dad has dyed his hair blue. Mom is bossing Cheese Man around, telling him, I don't think the tree should go here. Which, why is the, why is the Cheese Man making, decorating their... No, that he's decorating... Assumed him to... and the son become, like, oh. partners or something. Yeah, it's assumed oh, the son is working there for him. I think so. And, and it's all this craziness going on in the background. And Dean says, you know, come home soon. Longest two days of my life. She says, me too. But you also find out he's transferring out there for her, which is even more asinine than her long-term boyfriend doing that because they just started dating. Well, and I, wait, you say they just started dating, but the implication here is that Dean has loved her for a long time. Right. So it's fresh to I, her, not to him necessarily. Right. I is, feel like this also undercuts the message that she had to become her own person and be happy with herself and not just with the man. It would have been right. nice to see them. They weren't dating at this point and she was still looking forward to go home to see him. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been a nicer ending. Well, Anthony, there's no such thing as a Hollywood ending. Actually, it's Two weeks in a row. Yeah, I've been listening. Two days in a row. I've been, listening, row. I've been listening to a lot of Anna and the Apocalypse music, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that movie that that music for that movie i'm assuming the movie i'm going to find out soon is is exactly what we need right now mm-hmm. so that's the movie it ends at the close-up of the christmas star on top of the christmas tree which again appreciate it ends with christmas mm-hmm. and the end so i thought this movie looked very folly like it I, did. Felt, I got the thanksgiving vibes for it had that thanksgiving atmosphere i'll give it yeah the and the that. cute little town you know, mm-hmm. all the running scenes, cute little town in the background, and people dressed very fallish. Yeah, it did. Their it house is beautiful. It was cute. It's definitely a freeform movie, not Hallmark. Hallmark goes yes. is is saccharine to a fault for the adults. Freeform has more teenage drama. 
But right. I didn't hate this. I, I, I'm not ambivalent like Tom. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. But yeah. if it's on around Thanksgiving on Freeform, I'll leave it on for atmosphere. Like, I That's the ambivalence to me. Like, I'm not going to go out and find it, but if I flip through and I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep, I'll, I'll stop here and see what's up. What about you, Julia? How do you feel about that? Like, if Yeah, that's on... kind of ambivalence to me, too. But I would say I would, if I had to pick between a Hallmark movie, ambivalent, and this, I would pick the Hallmark movie. You just because, yeah, I would, just because, I don't know, her character bothered me, and the, but I the will, sweet I... love moments were very, very sweet. So I'll say I would choose a Hallmark Christmas movie over this, but I don't really like Hallmark's other holiday movies. So I would choose this over any of the weird fall content they put out. That's me personally. Yeah, I don't know that I could, I've even watched any of their weird fall content, honestly. I don't know what their weird fall content is. I mean, they have it. It's out there. It's out there. So I know we don't rank these Patreon other holiday episodes, but if you were going to rank this, what would you give it? Like on a scale of one to ten, just as a in and of itself, no other context. Yeah. Three. Four. I'd give it a six. Let's give it a four point three three average. I I mean I'm glad we watched it for the show. For our listeners. We got another Thanksgiving bonus episode in the bag for our listeners. Yeah, man. I'm not I'm not I'm not as upset about this one. It's better than the last couple of episodes we've done for the main feed. Which were two months ago by the time you're listening to this, three months ago. And they're still <laughs> sticking with us. We yeah. We've, we've already mentioned at the beginning that we're recording this super early. I get what you're saying, Julia. You want time to slow down now that we're so close to September. I really do. But this did make me want fall. I'm, I'm ready for the fall feels. But I'm ready. I'm ready to hit like mid-September and I can stay there for six months, you know? Yep. Uh, yep. Fair. Yes. Fair. That's it. That's it. We need wanna, summer to end. That's and let's just sit in September for a while. With the leaves changing, if they could just hang on those trees longer than they will, because honestly, the color lasts like what, eight days? Eight we days, just, and then it's all dead leaves on the ground. Yeah, such yeah. a vibrant eight-day colors. Pattern. It is. I want more of that. I mean, more too. of that longer. So let's just pause at that moment. Me too. Yep. Thank you, listeners, for being patrons of the show. Expect more holiday content to be coming up in. The next few weeks especially especially as christmas gets closer if you want to support the show in a free way please 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 especially with christmas coming up leave us an itunes review new reviews help new listeners find us and helps to spread the christmas cheer 365 days per year plus we'd really appreciate it because we are putting out so much content this year and pouring our heart and souls into this show it's just a nice way to make us happy we're really living up to our goal we set that goal for this year and like, thank you, quarantine. It's happening. Yeah, I'm yes, just don't. a post-COVID world, y'all. <laughs> we have some, we have a pretty high bar to set now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Li- 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 listeners don't expect this to happen next year if the world is back to normal. <laughs> but that's why you know what we pumped out so much this year that we'll be able to. The main feed will get some bonus episodes as we recycle them into the main feed, like we tend to do in the holidays. Yep, we're gonna um, look really good for two years to different people. Do your homework for Monday, y'all, in which we cover Olsen Twins film to Grandmother's House We Go, which I'm excited to hear what we think about it, because I remember really liking this one as a kid. I wonder if the nostalgia will hold up. And also get excited, because there is only one week until Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh. That's awesome, y'all. One week and two days. 
nine days, 216 hours till Thanksgiving. And I just want to say real quick to you, patron listeners, thank you so very much for your continued support and being a part of our community. I think I speak for Anthony and Julia when I say that you are what we are thankful for as a podcast this year, more than anything else. Have a safe and happy holiday with your friends and family, and we will see y'all back here, same Christmas time, same Christmas channel. Bye. Bye, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. We taking care of business. It's time to step it up. You either come in with us or you'll be left in the dust. Cause I'm ready for my statement. I got a few new rules. There ain't no better way to say it. Then a girl's gotta do what a girl's gotta. Hey!